So I was sitting in my cubicle today and I realized ever since I started working, every single day of my life has been worse than the day before it. So that means every single day that you see me, that's on the worst day of my life. Is that, oh, is that, oh, what is that called? Office space? Yep. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's like the guy's resp- the like therapist where response is like, wow, that's that sucks, man. <laughs> and then that therapist, I know for at one point in time, he was on the British version of Whose Line Is It uh-huh. Anyway for a couple of episodes. And yeah. then he was never seen again. Yeah, that's weird. I haven't thought about that, but yeah, that's right. <laughs> anyway, welcome to Utterly Useless Podcast. This is the podcast that fills that time of usefulness. It makes it useless. So we're just wedging our way into your life. Anyway, with me is my brother, Brett Williams. And across the table from me, so uh, replacing Taylor Beams today, is Timmy Criddle. Ooh, those are some big shoes to fill. Ah, fit snugly. <laughs> <laughs> and um, if you kept up with him, he is now officially in Utah these days, so... He's just to drive away, and that's why he can actually be here. Not coming in from Idaho no more. Blow it up. All right. Well, let's get started with this. All right, Mary Badges. What do we got? Oh, Taylor's here. Uh, Uh-oh. Back to normal. Uh, back to normal. Um, <laughs> so my merit badge today is called Public Farting. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so... This is what happened, and I just think it was the funniest thing. And as soon as I did it, I was like, "This is my merit badge <laughs> this week." So I was, I, I went to Virginia this week, and uh, I was eating at a KFC all by myself, and I was in the corner, facing everybody. You know, Jason Bourne style. Right. You know, watching everybody else. Oh yeah, and back to the that's corner. the only way to eat. Yeah, yeah. So I just had my headphones on playing a game on my phone while eating my KFC, enjoying my own time. And all of a sudden, I just let one rip. And then I just, I couldn't think anything of it. And then I thought about it. And I'm like, I'm in a public setting. (laughs) And then I'm like, oops. And so I was like, I'm not going to look up right now. But I also don't care. So I I just sat there looking like at my phone, still still eating, still minding my own business. <laughs> and like a minute passed, and I finally looked up, and then I caught this woman's eye who was like, her back was facing to me, so she was still looking at me. <laughs> and I just laughed. I was like, "Oops." <laughs> and yeah, interesting. So you know, I just barely had the my first week of school, and. I had to, I have to address that Mm -hmm. with students because, and uh, if you've ever watched the original Muppet Babies from the 90s, I use a a reference from that in explaining why it is good to fart. Oh yeah, what was the explanation there? Uh, What was it? I I, I feel as though it was like Miss Piggy or something like that. And they're just like, well, everybody like, you know, has, I, I don't think they said fart, but like everybody has gas because if you didn't, you'd explode. And so, cause there, there, I think there was like these like cartoon rocks that just kept on burping and she told them to stop doing it and then they exploded. So what I tell my students is, Hey, there'll be a time. It could be in the middle of a test. It could be while everybody's talking. It could be, you know, whatever Uh, you will fart. 
I'm like, and I'm totally fine with it because the alternative to that is you exploding. <laughs> Did they even believe you? <laughs> and, and I, I had one kid, you know, everybody laughed, but I had this one like really logical kid raise his hand and he's just like, Mr. Williams, I don't think that would happen. He's like, I don't think like logistically or physically, like you would explode if you wouldn't fart. I'm just like, it's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I knew that. But yeah, I just laughed at the whole situation and I didn't care. I've done it before. <laughs> I'm, I'm forgetting I'm in public. Like I was, I think the other time I've done it before is I was walking down the hallway. I mean the, an aisle at a store and I just let one rip and I was like, Oh, I forgot where I am at and I shouldn't do this. Cause this is, I'm supposed to suck it back in. So what you're selling, <laughs> telling me is, or us, is you're so comfortable working from home and not around other people. You don't know how to act around other people. <laughs> yes. The social norms. Yes. my I'm, uh, Those social um, what laws or whatever, uh-huh. I just, they've gone out the window for me. So sorry for everybody that I farted around. <clears throat> I've done it twice now. I've kept track. <laughs> did this fart, did it reverberate off your chair? Yeah, I'd say it It was definitely a louder, like deeper one. (laughs) And and it's funny. It was like, it it was the funniest thing was how long it took me to realize that I had farted in public because I'm just minding my own business. I'm like, oh, shoot. Uh Uh-oh. Well, I'm not going to look up because then I'm acknowledging things are weird. (laughs) So yeah, that was my merit badge. So I'm just going to say my merit badge is me sitting at a chair farting and you see a little puff of smoke coming out of my butt because that's how you, you know, draw farts. It, it could be worse. You could have just, you know, gotten a crop dusting merit badge. So, I mean. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. I've definitely done that plenty of times at um, a store. We're all guilty. We, uh, you just go to an aisle where you don't think anybody and you're hoping it's going to be a little bit of a quiet, quieter one, even though. I don't think if I heard it, somebody farting from an aisle over, I'd really hear it or pay attention. I also find as you get older, you have to watch your farts because it turns into other things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That's very true. Okay. Um, so my merit badge this week, um, my, my boy has been having bad dreams, uh, waking up in the middle of the night. So I've had to sleep on the floor. And try to find comfort on the carpet. Oh, man. And it's quite difficult to to do that, especially when you have to get up for work at four in the morning. Ouch. That's miserable. So uh, my body is slowly adjusting to the carpet comfort. (laughs) Can you pull off the uh, cushions to your, your couch or something? Nope. Oh, man. So it's like I, I pull out a blanket and I lay on that, but that's about as much mattress as I'll get. Um, Ouch. Thought about getting a cot and a fold-away one. Uh-huh. But just haven't done it. Yeah, that's a that's a tough one there because, yeah, sleeping on the ground. I mean, when you're tired enough, you can do it, but then you wake up and you're like, oh, this hurts. Well, And I refuse to let my, my son sleep in our bed mm-hmm. because once you start down that road, it's yeah. difficult to break that. Yep. And I don't want to do that. It's so true. Ouch. Well, that stinks. What is your, your merit badge? Just you sleeping on the floor? Sleeping on the floor with like aches in the back. <laughs> and in the background <laughs> is a kid in a bed smiling with his eyes closed. Yeah. 
(laughs) (laughs) Sounds right. All right. Well, my merit badge is, oh man, this, this was a scary thing because so just before the podcast, we were talking about soda and stuff like that. I'm off soda and I will either have an energy drink a day or I will have like a zip fizz. And so I, I, cause I started trying them out as an alternative, like wake up juice thing. And I was just like, I need it. I need it. I need one soon. And so I turned to my Amazon device and I order one and they're just like, Hey, you know, she just says, Hey, if you do this there to, you know, to complete the order, say this. And so I said that, and then like the sound occurred that it was ordered and it was just like, okay, it'll be here on Tuesday. And I had like this chill of, oh my word, I have now discovered one less way of seeing people. And it was so exciting. What, like the ordering it from Alexa? Yes. <laughs> oh, I was just like, cause uh, I am so, I'm one step away from just being some weird hermit that like sees nobody outside of like my work or whatever. Like it's, it brought like, i I, uh, what was it yesterday, last week or first week, last day of the first week of school, a student handed me a gift card, thanking me for, you know, such a great week. And it was a gift card to Grubhub. And I have refused Grubhub because (laughs) I feel as though if I go down that, that land, I am just even closer to just not seeing people. And, and didn't Amazon acquire or have majority stakehold in Grubhub these days? I have no idea. I'm I believe just, that's, I don't know. it's one of the two. It's not DoorDash. I think it is Grubhub. And so they're going to throw the, that into Prime is my understanding. Probably. Oh, that 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 is just going to be a horrible, like, I mean, what is it? I, I was so excited when like the local Maverick station had the self-checkout because I'm like, yes, oh, yes, that is one less person I have to talk to. Uh-huh. Like, oh, th- this just made me so happy. And then just ordering that through the Amazon, I don't want to say your name because if somebody's listening to it, they'll just, <laughs> and then you have to yell at it. It's like, no, stop. No, no. Anyway. And so I'm like, oh, this was so great. But I'm now going down this windy road of like never seeing humans like ever. Yep, that's where I'm kind of at right now. I see less humans than you do by a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Ready Player One. That's right. I can't wait for Ready Player One world. <laughs> Especially if it's just like Ready Player One with all the different like worlds that they've created. Like that, like the one the intro, he's climbing a mountain with Batman on the movie. Mm. But anyway, yeah. I I support that. I I buy from Amazon. So I don't have to go to the store. So I don't have to do anything. Oh no! I mean, I buy from it from the the using my phone yeah. app. But you know, just now, just verbalizing uh-huh. the order. Oh, that sent chills of like joy <laughs> up my spine. What's your badge look like? Uh, it looks like so. You know, there's like your standard, uh, I guess, house assistant, and it just well, there's like a word bubble that says. Your order will arrive tomorrow. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you level up after that, right? I mean, either leveling up or like, you know, social wise, leveling like massively down. (laughs) That's true. That's great, though. Spin the wheel. All right. We got to spin the wheel. And since we don't have Taylor to sing our song. Uh, I'll explain what's going on here. So we have a list of 10 
question types that we're going to spin the wheel and see which one we get. And we'll ask each other that question. Here we go. And the first one, and this goes off to me, I guess, is random question. So random question. So I get to pick what I would like to ask you. Um, I would like to ask you a would you rather question. So this a while back ago, I, I announced that I was going to have like a sub segment in would you rather. And mm-hmm. this is a continuation of that is weak powers is the uh, my seg- sub segment in this. Would you rather be able to shoot silly string from your hands or have an LED light come from your eyes on command? So a weak Cyclops and a weak Spider-Man kind of thing going on here. Oh, uh, totally silly string. That would be so much fun to just, you know, even do like the the Spider-Man uh-huh. like thing and just, and it's just silly string. That would be, that would bring me so much joy. So the LED lights from your... Your eyes. They'd be eyes. like, imagine Ghostbusters two. Yeah, we were walking, talking about today. Yeah, walking down the hall. Okay, so but that would that interact with, or would that affect your like? Let's say you need to get up and go to the bathroom in the middle of the night. So instead of turning on lights, yeah, you could use your eyes, but you still maintain that level of sleepiness. I don't know uh, that one. I don't know because if that's the case, uh, like it's like having your own little headlights that don't affect anything. You can go to the bathroom, go back to sleep quickly. I mean. All you're going to see in your vision is your light. But let's, let's say we can, you can control the dimmingness or the brightness of okay. the LED light. So, Ooh. But the silly string would be so much more fun. It would be. But just, just imagine <laughs> with your glasses, me just going and just covering your glasses up. That would be so much fun. I think you'd get a lot more, uh, I don't know into more trouble or bugging people because you just be sitting there like, hey, you, be quiet. And you just put it over their mouth and it doesn't stop them from talking. But. No, they're just like, I got it in my mouth. Is it toxic? I don't know, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. That came from in me. <laughs> I made that. This is Toby Maguire style. <laughs> Silly string. Okay. Uh, just to be a little different, I'll go with the eyes. Okay. I think I'd go with the silly string just for the purpose of that. I mean, I can see definitely a utilitarian purpose of the LED light mm-hmm. because it's useful. The silly string is not useful whatsoever, <laughs> but it definitely would be entertaining. Oh, yeah. Oh, I could just imagine all the things I'd just do to bug people. Like my kids, like, hey, listen to me, listen to me. Listen to me. <laughs> They're all covered like, oh, dad, stop it. All I right. could do this all day. All day. Yeah, that would just like export like, you know, the goth phase of your kids like so much faster. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Colonel, you got would you rather. Okay, we're well, going along with the uh, superpower. Would you rather be able to breathe in space or breathe underwater? Breathe underwater. I'm not going to space. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I agree. That one has way more uses here on Earth, and I don't know the likeliness that I'll go to space. Even, but even if I went to NASA and said, hey, somehow I know I can breathe up there. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't fr- affect, prevent you from like freezing to death in space. Oh, that's you could true. just breathe in space. So you're just like. Will this make me immune from freezing somehow? Yes. Just, okay. like, just like going underwater. Okay. You can go as deep oh, as you okay. want. Ooh, okay. okay. And so it like, doesn't affect anything. So like Aquaman powers yeah. or whatever. Do you think Aquaman can go as deep as he possibly can? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Go all the way down to the very bottom or space. You go up and 
The only problem with that is like, is getting up. I have to pay somebody to get up to space. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry. There's like three millionaires working on it. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh man. I'm trying to think cause they both have really good novelty right there. Like in fun uses. We could go see the Titanic in the uh-huh. water before yeah. what they said that thing's going to erode and be completely gone in like what the next 10 years or so. Yeah. Um, you could go look for buried treasure. That would be fun. But then there's sharks. Hey, just bring a harpoon and a shark suit. Exactly. You could be the first person to go into space with a window down. <laughs> just have your window <laughs> down your arms out. Oh, I'm getting a little suntan here. <laughs> Oh man, that would, yeah. Like I and I just walk out there. Everybody's in their suits, and I just be yeah in my outfit. Like, hey guys, what's up? Like, why are you wearing a suit? <laughs> I'm wearing. <laughs> they said to wear a spacesuit. This is a suit, and I'm in space. And Barney said, "Suit up, suit up." I suited up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, this is a hard question because first <laughs> it was like a no brainer. Then all of a sudden it started unfolding. <laughs> I got to go with the water for for the pure reason that I want to be able to find treasure. That's about it. Okay. <laughs> That's a Taylor answer. <laughs> but no, like it is a Taylor answer, but I'm not thinking of the money. I'm just thinking of the the fun and the excitement of going after it. You're like, hey, this is like that Jessica Biel movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I bet if NASA found out you can breathe in space without freezing, they'd probably build something special for you. It's true, but then I'd be lonely up there. That is true. And like, I mean, I'd be up there in this international space station with like well, 10, 10 other people. Just imagine how much money you, NASA would be paying you or the government would be paying you because now instead of having to like use like these like little fine weird tools because, you know, the astronauts are worried about freezing their fingers off or whatever. You're uh-huh. just like, er, 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 er. and it's true because like the one reason why like uh, the mil- U.S. military is going to drones more than they are the other aircraft is because half the cost usually goes towards keeping that person alive that's inside. And so that drops dramatically for me if I'm going up by myself. Once again, I'll be by myself. So still going to water. You can have your own personal howl or... Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that will, turns that out will well. Turn back, uh, <laughs> can I have that little cat from... Uh, Buzz, Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> no, I'd sure. like Marvin. I'd, I'd I'd like to go up to space with Marvin. If I if if I had to have the other one and be like, I want Marvin. Is Marvin the one that's from uh, Hitchhiker's Guide? Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> He's so depressed. Though. I know, but it would be funny. <laughs> well, what would... was his line like? He's oh, I can't remember what he says. He's like, I don't know why nobody cares or something. I don't. Even yeah, know. I. I'd have to rewatch that, that movie, but yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know why I asked. Nobody even cares. Nobody even cares. And it would have to have Alan Rickman's voice. That, that I would forgot be, that I was Alan Rickman. That would have to be a thing. I'm like, I'm sorry. Before I go into space, I need a Marvin the Robot, and I need it to have Alan Rickman's voice. Sorry. Th- that's that's. <laughs> we just don't have the technology for that. I'd, I'd also go into space with, was it TARS from Interstellar? Or TARS? Who's TARS? Tars is the is the, the robot? robot. I don't you remember can, it. You can set his uh you humor levels and why don't I remember that? It's it's just the the helpful robot that's on the the spacecraft. That's so weird that I don't. I would go up there if somebody could encapsulate uh, Matt Damon's Martian 
there you, you know, go. It just into a robot and I could talk to him because he's very snarky and I like that. See, everybody else can be on ice and in hypersleep while you're uh-huh. just like manning the whole thing. Like there you go. Here you go. Hey, there you go. He came up with a way. Hypersleep. <laughs> That's why I'm not alone eventually. <laughs> We're going to Mars or wherever. You're just sitting there talking to him while they're frozen. <laughs> so the other day. I actually like the movie <laughs> Passengers. I think oh. that's what it's called. Yeah, that's not that bad of a movie. I like it probably way more than it should be liked <laughs> because it's. I recognize it's probably not that entertaining to most people, but I found it super entertaining. To me, the only obnoxious thing about Passenger was the predictability of, oh, well, she's going to be mad. Yes. And then it's just like, uh, and then like, okay, when are we going to get to the she's going to be mad part? And like every so often, when when is it going to happen? When, and then boom, it happened. This has Jennifer Lawrence in it, right? Yeah. That's okay. why I bring it up here because so, Taylor's not here. So I was going to say, <laughs> I'll, I'll do this for Taylor. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Taylor and his dislike for Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> All right, Brett. By the way, which one are you going with, Criddle? Uh, just for practical reasons, I I just go with water. Okay. Makes sense. All right, Brett, you get Could You Fight It? All right. Could you fight it? Could you fight a sumo wrestler? Like, are we talking about straight up fighting or are we talking about sumo wrestling fighting? Just, you know, you're walking along and you're just like, hey, nice diaper. And <laughs> <laughs> and then it just, the sumo wrestlers is like, oh, this is happening. And they are just going to fight you. <laughs> so I imagine this is a stereotypical sumo wrestler uh-huh, that's big. Because yeah, uh-huh. I've seen some that are my size. No, no. Stereotypical sumo wrestler. The 400 pound. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I could not fight it. I could fight it in its own game, possibly, because what I saw, I somehow happened upon a, a channel where they're displaying sumo wrestling. ESPN, the Ocho. Exactly. And it was a guy like me and a 400-pound sumo wrestler. And of course, I think if you get somebody to fall down or fall out of the circle or whatever it is, then you win the round or whatever. And the guy just, the guy that was like me just pretty much treated it like he was a bull. And so when he came charging at him, he just moved. <laughs> and then the guy <laughs> fell. And I was like, huh, is it that easy? <laughs> but no, in real life, I could not fight a sumo wrestler. Mm, for comedic purposes, if I had some sticky rice. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, just one second. I'm going to run into my kitchen. I will be right back. <laughs> Make some really sticky steamed rice and then be able to just throw it at him and but- have some agility. He'd have he'd catch it in his mouth. <laughs> he'd have chopsticks like a live action Poe, <laughs> but a sumo wrestler. I could jump on his back, but I don't think it would do anything. And it really, there's no point in giving him a wedgie. No, nope. he's already got one. He's used to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they used that, I think, to pull pull people around too. I could just imagine myself going full speed, running at him, trying to knock him out, and. I would be the one bouncing back. It's one of those delayed things where you're kind of into him, like his belly for a while, and then eventually it flings you back. See, at least I'd get somebody on the side to get it in slow motion uh-huh. to see how far I go into the belly. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be cool. Where did I go? All of a sudden you I see... I was in you. <laughs> you disappeared completely. It was amazing. I thought he like engulfed you, but no, you just shot out <laughs> seconds later. And then the sumo wrestler just burps. Like, mm, thank you. I needed that. <laughs> or throws up. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, oh yeah. I've, it's like, 
Thank you. Like normally I have to pay somebody like a couple hundred dollars to, you know, I get a massage and they just kind of jump on my back. <laughs> or he has a reverberating fart <laughs> <laughs> throughout his whole body. <laughs> just flaps. He's like, oh, okay. I give up. Here, Here's my wallet. I know you're not robbing me, but here. <laughs> just because I want clarity. Is the sumo wrestler in his sumo wrestling attire or uh-huh. is he in the street clothes? Um, street, uh, no, his uh, sumo wrestler attire. He's just, you <laughs> He's know just what? walking around. It, 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 he, is, he is so proud. He is a sumo wrestler and he wants everyone to know. Can he somehow talk like uh, Cloudy with a chance of meatballs, the baby? <laughs> I forgot. Oh. That. That's Andy Samberg. Oh, okay. But yeah. He's not oiled up or anything, right? <laughs> That's even worse. Oh. They don't oil up, do they? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I hope not. I don't know my sumo wrestling. It's just natural sweat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, I'm not fighting it for a lot of reasons. I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. If he decides just to lay on me, it's over. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. My turn. I came around, I feel like, quick. And survey says, what would you have done? All right. What would I have done indeed? Okay. So Harry Potter. What would you have done? Uh, would you have brought Cedric? Was it Cedric Diggory back from the Goblet of Fire? I would have asked. Oh, I was going to say something sarcastic. I would have asked Hermione because I swear in the like the first two or three like movies, Harry Potter's is like I think we should do this. But what do you think, Hermione? Well, he's Harry Potter's alone oh, fighting yeah, against Voldemort right. and his yeah cohort or whatever, and it's like it's super important for him to bring back. Cedric Diggory. I personally wouldn't. I'd just be like, you're dead. If magic can't bring you back, there's no reason for me to bring you to. I don't know. I mean, if you're looking at it from like a proof standpoint, like, oh, he died. Oh, that's true. Like, then I would, I would still probably bring his body back. Yeah. I'd, I'd do the same thing because Goblet of Fire is my favorite yep. of all of the Harry Potter books and also of the movies. So. Yep, it is by far my favorite too. And my favorite scene is always, let's see, have I told you it? I'm just curious if you know my favorite scene there. Uh Uh-uh. My favorite scene is where they're picking dragons. And then the one guy who has like no personality whatsoever, he goes, ooh, Ooh. you have the horny dragon. Ooh. (laughs) It's just like, where does this come from? Anyway. All right, Criddle. You have how much? How much would it take to lick the entire baseball that falls out of the dog's mouth in the sandlot. As soon as you said dog, I was like, I didn't sandlot. (laughs) How much money? Is it weird that like, you know, I don't want to do this on a daily basis or anything, (laughs) but like, it's not that gross to me. Oh, I am, I am a texture person and I just, you know, the, the drool snot that is covering that. Can I like give it a little shake off first? Oh no. Oh man. This, This is falling right out of the mouth. Okay. It doesn't even hit the grass. Like, cause you know, <laughs> it hits the dirt. It can hit the dirt and then you pick it up. Oh, the dirt makes it worse. I, actually, I think the dirt makes it better because it, <laughs> like, at least, you know, your tongue is touching dirt and not like drool snot. But that's another texture under that. Seasoning. Uh, yeah. But to me, dirt is like, you know, f- like flavorless Nesquik. <laughs> 
So it's the whole ball. Whole ball. How do we determine? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a sphere. And it's like, where did I leave off? Where did I start? <laughs> Once it's not shiny and yeah. dripping. <laughs> oh, gosh. And the whole ball, and I can't shake it off. I was hoping I could shake off those little snot, like, chunks or whatever you want to call it. Oh, man. Nope. You'd have to lick it like you would, like, a a. a a corn on the cob, you just kind of have to I guess you have sections it. on the baseball, too. Yeah. So you could keep track of I got this whole section. Follow the line. There's two sections. Yeah. Like, kind of like this, like two C's mm-hmm. almost. Yeah. So. Yeah, the first oh. one. Um, <laughs> I'm doing it for $2 million. <laughs> $2 million? Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah it, it, you know, it, it, everybody always says, or, you know, often Taylor's is like, if this gets funded, and I'm just like, okay, if this gets funded, I'm making bank. That's what's happening. <laughs> the, but the thing is, we got to find a dog that can deliver if we ever get funded, <laughs> which that will be a hard concept in itself. I'm thinking like, so I'm, I'm going to think out loud here. Like, so first of all, I think $100, no. I'll be so disgusted with myself for a while. And I don't know if that's worth a hundred dollars. $500 is getting there. Thousand. Um, I think I go with 2000. Why 2000? I don't know, but it makes sense. I would do it for 2000. Come on listeners. <laughs> See, yeah. Good for you. Cause I'm sitting there thinking, you know, you started off with $50. I would like just, with the for fifty dollars, the briefest of like tongue touches that would be fifty dollars, and then <laughs> then multiply that by the it, by pi ex- exactly. You know, three point one four. Except that would only be like one hundred fifty dollars. Anyway, I'm yeah. There's <laughs> I, 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 when I get accomplished, I want if I accomplish this, not only do I want to have the feeling of accomplishment for successfully licking this thing, I also want to have a monetary reward. <laughs> That is just like, I also won two. So that's why $2 million. There you go. What about you, Criddle? Uh, minimum $1 million. Really? Yeah. It, 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 <laughs> I think it maybe depends for me on the chunkiness of the saliva. Because <laughs> that, if I'm not mistaken, that dog leaves a lot. Oh, of, yeah. Uh-huh. So, I mean, I'm going to say 2000 just because I think that's Hollywoodized. Whatever you want to say. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think personally, as a a teacher, having to constantly use, uh, what is it, a rubber cement, I'm going to guess that some of that is like rubber cement type stuff, but still. Yeah, I can see that. I, I, I've seen some of those drooly dogs and that, and you know, they have, they drool from Uh both. Like, that's just gross. Oh, I'm forgetting about the foam. I was thinking of just straight, like, (laughs) another texture. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that makes me want to throw up. Why does foam want to make me want to throw up? But the saliva part is fine. I mean, imagine it's a uh, Slurpee from Seven oh. Eleven. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna stick to my guns. It's two thousand because I said no. it. And I'm not gonna back down. But that foam just really because you pointed to your the sides of your mouth, and I'm like, that's usually what comes no, out. Not Slurpee. The foam from a root beer float. Oh, there you go. Yeah, there, oh, there you go. go. Yeah, that's kind of sure. like that. For some reason, that makes it acceptable. <laughs> Because it's root beer. I don't know. Anywho. All right, bro. You're looking at this. doesn't taste like root beer. <laughs> you lied to me. <laughs> you lied to me, brain. It's like, hey, I'm trying to convince you to save your life. All right, Brett. You got Desert Island. All right. What if you had, and this kind of references a previous uh, couple of podcasts that uh, both of these movies popped up in. What if you were on a 
Desert Island, you had a magical TV that only played two movies and they were on all the time. You could not break the TV. You could not break the sound system. They were playing all the time. And wherever you walked away from, the TVs would be there. So it's like jets isn't like floating like the jets and oh, following it just follows it. you uh-huh. around. And you said you can't turn that on the volume? You, you can't turn that on the volume. Which, which movie would you prefer to have watching being played 24 hours a day? Geely. That's the one with, um, and no. Ben Affleck yeah, and, and uh, J- is it J-Lo? Lopez, yeah. Or Juno. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you had to pick. I was looking forward to, like, some debate about what should I watch? Should I watch, ha- you know, Happy Gilmore or should I watch Zoolander or something like that? But no, you throw in two movies I don't want to watch. Yeah, I, I picked the two ones that have been referenced as, like, some of the worst movies. And, you know, I know there's a huge fan base for Juno. I don't think there's anyone on the podcast. Well, maybe, maybe you. Okay. <laughs> I'm going with, uh, I'm going with uh, the Geely one. I don't know why. I barely remember the movie and what it's about, but I have to imagine it's at least a hair more entertaining than Juno. Oh gosh, I just don't like Juno at all. Like that movie did not land for me. And if it's, I don't mean to yuck anybody's yum. If you like it, good on you. There's plenty of movies you probably don't like that I like, but for me personally, that's one I don't. I I just think Juno is watching somebody go through a pregnancy over and over and over and over <laughs> again. Uh, and versus a and a teenager nonetheless yeah and a teenager nonetheless or watching the couple i forgot they did this fight a lot right yeah, yeah. uh i i may maybe i'd learn to love geely like <laughs> i mean at least you got j-lo and ben affleck those are two people that are good looking to look at where you got michael Sarah, or i forget his her name elliot page yeah elliot page so, yeah. I mean, I'll go with the eye candy. At least it's something. I, I, I'm in agreement. So, yep. Re-read it. So, today, we are going to have re-read it, as you just heard. So, it's, this is where we go through Reddit and answer some of life's most difficult questions with our panel of experts right here. All right. First question. Who is a real-life person you think you'd be worthy, I mean, you think would be worthy of wielding Thor's hammer? Oh. That's a hard question. Real-life person. Oh, jeez. I don't even know. Like, look, we can go through all, out all time as far as we're aware. I mean, the instant you said that, I'm like, you know, worthy, no, but, like, comical value. Like, <laughs> I would... I, the, Trump just pops in my mind. I am the best. I am the best person that could wield this hammer. It, it, it is the greatest hammer because I've now touched it and own it or whatever. I just, I, I, the instant you said that, it wouldn't be the best, but it would just be so funny. That would be huge. Well, it'd be funny if, if he had it next to him, like always like on a, a little thing that moves around, has wheels because he can't pick it up. And he goes, I so picked this up. See, I picked it up. I got it. There's a green screen right underneath it, so it shows nothing's there. <laughs> Let's see. A uh, person from history or... Hmm. I mean, let's let's think about it. Gandhi? 
<laughs> I don't know why Gandhi holding. I I'll do my best to pronounce it. <laughs> Myanmar is that yeah, what it is? I think so. Okay, I got my person, Mother Teresa. She would not use that for evil. She would be like, I'm. If she did use it for evil, she'd have a good reason. Like, so you know, we're gonna build a village here. You warring tribes, please leave. Oh no, we are gonna totally war. Okay, you've asked for it. Gaga. <laughs> I would just love to see her uh-huh. or Gandhi. Use the little, like, where you spin it around and turn uh-huh. it into a flying thing and then go. Well, not only that, but it would have, they would, ha- while Mother Teresa is doing that, it would have to do the. <laughs> <laughs> we watch. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, who else is there? Who's, I'm trying to think of who's good in the world. Yeah. <laughs> is that sad that I'm like, Gandhi, Mother Teresa, who else is good in the world? Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. That would be cool because we've always like oh. cartoonish wise depicted him as somewhat strong, even though I don't think he probably was buff like oh, that. Also, if you've ever seen Abraham Lincoln Vampire Slayer, that is an actual legitimately good move. I, I love really? it. Really? I've seen you had it. I, and I, I was like, enjoy it so much because it, it, what, it, what it does is it takes his life historically uh-huh. and the deaths surrounding his life, they are basically attributed to vampires like killing his mom killing his daughter or whatnot and so but it's so and then it gets over the top which just makes it so much enjoyable so yeah i would like abraham lincoln uh thor's hammer slayer yeah i think abraham would lincoln watch would, yeah i would too <laughs> is there anybody in the um because there's not really any good people i imagine in the in the monarchs back in the day Oh no, they would like use it to conquer the yeah. world. They're just like, oh hey, American Revolution, S- smash that. Man, there's not a lot of good people in the brief moment that I'm giving this to think about. I mean, probably there are, but I'd give it to Ab- Abraham, A. Lincoln. Yep. Is that where you going okay. with? Kirby? Yeah, I'd go with that. Okay. Question number two. Okay, in this scenario, you have a hundred thousand people doing everything you tell them for the next 48 hours, what will you do with your army? Ooh. 100,000 people. That's a lot of people. That is a lot of people. And that would, that could turn out, because think about this. You know, what if you do something with them, like, illegally, like, you could be held accountable like Manson, because like, he never, no, that's true. he never killed those people. He just made some suggestions and they did it. Yeah, that's, um, <clears throat> I watched a documentary kind of about like that with the mafia. I forgot what it's called, that law that's in place, but mm-hmm. that essentially allows you to get it, tie it back to the leader. But yeah, um, I wouldn't do, any, do anything evil. Let's see. I'm here in Utah. Someone says, you have 100,000 people. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Is there, do you have money? You could get money. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I know what I would do. I would ask everybody to give me $50 because 100,000 people giving me $50,000, I believe I would end up with... $50? Yeah. 50, each one of them would give me $50 each. Uh-huh. And I believe that would give me... What would that give me? I Sold. A lot of money. A lot of money. I am just curious because I can't do the math either in my head. Yeah. I want to say $5 million. Yep, $5 million. Sold. 
I mean, that's a great idea. Right I mean, there. it's not that bad. Like, yeah, you fifty know, bucks just, out of somebody's just, pocket just for the most part is going to be. I mean, granted, some people like are barely getting by, but it's just like you know what, uh, I, I I might be a generous uh, five million dollar heir, or I ask for a hundred and then I get uh, ten million dollars. So I'll just ask for twenty five dollars. Hey, that's two point five million. Oh, hey, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Even yeah. of the poorest people, like you'd be like. I know this might be something, but it's not a lot. Yeah. Hmm. I'm like, yeah, just give me $50 and then just go back to what you were doing. Yep. You're free. I would, if I went through, I'm trying to think of if I even like, let's just say I could pick a setting where this hundred thousand people appeared. Is there any place I'd go to that I could at least use them? Ooh. I would probably ask for $50 mm-hmm. and then I'd say, okay, let's go build a house right now. Yeah. We have 48 hours. Let's go. Yep. Oh, look, my new house. We could probably build a whole suburb almost. Not like a suburb, but like a whole but you're count, development. You're <laughs> counting on them actually having talent That's and skill. True. <laughs> I mean, if it, if it was me that was suddenly just like must help Timmy and you're just like start building a house and I would just start like hammering and it would like look, it would look like Picasso house. I, I mean, you'd still have <laughs> enough money to hire a contractor to be there with you and be like, okay, Tell me what to do to tell them what to do. Exactly. <clears throat> I was curious of what the population of North Korea was because, you know, hey, <laughs> but it's 25 million. So mm. I imagine their, their armies at least. Well, my understanding is I think almost everybody is essentially part of the army. That's an able body in Korea, but I don't know. Um, I can't really, yeah, I can't really go to war because they call it an army or whatever. Now, if money wasn't on the table, uh-huh. and if we weren't asking for money, uh-huh. I think it'd be really fun to try and get a hundred thousand people to fart all at once. <laughs> okay, everybody, pass around the chili. Somebody's in the middle, getting ready to light the match. Ready, <laughs> set. Everybody's facing the one guy in the middle of the match. He drew the short straw <laughs> out of a hundred thousand people. <laughs> all right. Let's see. The next question is, what is the best purchase that improves your life? So what is the purchase that you've made in your life that has improved your life the most? I think mine is anything towards my my bed related, like sleep. I have a purple bed, which I love dearly. I have a bed jet, which is like an air conditioner slash heater for your bed. Those have changed my life because sleep is very, very important to me. I don't know. I would say, and it's kind of a cop out, but like, or maybe, but I don't know. I like audio equipment because like the other day for our faculty meeting, I was supposed to do a introduction of me and my uh, fifth grade teammate. And so I used uh, some, my audio production stuff and then threw together like an iMovie and I'm like, that was fun. And then I won a prize for the best one ever. So um, I don't know. I just like, audio equipment so for some reason i thought you were gonna say that you created like walkout music no <laughs> you and your <laughs> i made an unsolved mysteries uh using the theme and like the standard robert stack type of an introduction that's and i was having i had a ball uh, i would say i'm very simple like i i enjoy beverages mm-hmm. so like i could go and get a beverage and it would really make my day yep i agree like, like 100 percent like 
Only if it's a good one, though. Only if it's a good beverage, yes. If you're talking about going to get a fountain drink or something? No. If it's if it's dialed in perfectly, ooh. So what you're saying is you want me to get you a spicy hot Cheetos Mountain Dew. <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> Specific beverage. Okay. <laughs> but, like, like, I really like the... The Mountain Dew Kickstart, the yellow, mango, mm-hmm. pineapple, orange. Uh-huh. Like just one of those in the morning. And I'm like, ooh, great day. <laughs> this is a great day. I wish I had that. I mean, I get it's Mountain Dew. I'm trying to cut back on my Mountain Dew and all that. So but but if drinks are off the table, I'd probably say a really nice shower head. Like a shower really makes or breaks your day. Mm-hmm. And if it's got really poor pressure, like I've had some really bad shower heads where it's like a drinking. Oh fountain. yeah. <laughs> no pressure. You're just you're just grumpy. Mm-hmm. All right. Last question here. What is a fictional character you would want to kill if given the possibility? Ooh, interesting. Fictional character. Why did I immediately go to like all the Disney princesses <laughs> in my head? Wow. <laughs> you have a dislike for the Disney princesses. No, huh? but for some reason it's just like. Uh, I I. I read this question just barely, so I didn't have much time to think about it either. But I just know that there's there's some those characters out there that I just absolutely can't stand. Like, like for example, the governor on uh, Walking Dead, like he is so evil. Negan on Walking Dead, so evil. Like I would want to kill them. See, here's to me. Here's the thing, because I was I was, and this is going to be kind of like my one recommendation, but I'm not going to get to that right now. I was watching a, a, a character or a, a series on Netflix, and I was like, I miss the other villain. This villain sucks. And I'm like, because I like, and then I was thinking about Negan on The Walking, or the the the, the governor on uh, The Walking Dead, and I loved hating him mm-hmm. so much. Yep. There is a character, there is a king on Game of Thrones who is so hateable, and when he dies you're just like yes in your face (laughs) and then after a while you're just like i don't hate anybody else on game of thrones i kind of miss him (laughs) and so uh, i will tell you uh so in answering your question i will tell you it is the character in season three of lock and key the villain in season three of lock and key i would kill i hate that character I'm trying to remember which character it is. He is the revolution, uh, the, oh, uh, yeah. the red coat. Yeah. Okay. I remember him now. Mm, I, I'd probably choose Andy Bernard from The Office in like season eight and nine. He which be, one is he? Uh, he's the singing guy. Is he the guy that takes over for Steve Carell? He becomes the manager, spoiler, okay. um, towards the end. Okay, I think I know who that uh, is. Yeah, he's in The Hangover. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. uh, But he becomes so obnoxious. Oh. It's just like, oh, gosh, just just get rid of him. I'll give a plug for Taylor. Um, Anything with Jennifer Lawrence in it. I'll (laughs) kill her character. (laughs) You can't kill a pregnant woman, even if she's fictional. (laughs) Yeah, because that's two lives you're now accountable Mm -hmm. for. Pre-pregnancy. Two two (laughs) fictional lives. Oh my gosh. Like, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I want to kill Negan, but it's the same. And, and the governor is the same thing that you said. You love to hate him. Mm-hmm. But is there really anybody I can't stand to the point? Like, 
that I actually do want them gone and make maybe the show better? I'm sure there is somebody that would make the show better. I just can't think of it right now. So I'm just going to go with the governor because he's the most hated in my mind right now. Maybe for funsies, prison break. I'll kill, um, what's his name? Oh, uh, pocket guy? Yeah. What is his name? Yeah. Oh, he is so creepy. Oh, my gosh. I can't think of what his name is. Teabag. Oh, yeah. 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 I'd kill Teabag. Have you seen that show, Taylor? Mm. I mean, Taylor, Cradle. Wow. <laughs> nope. You're, and- you're sitting in the right place. <laughs> you need to watch season one and season one only. only yeah. A prison break. Yeah. Yes. It is a fantastic show. It does not exist after season one, though. Because, yeah, because season two is prison broke. <laughs> and then they just keep getting into more and more prisons and having to break out of them. And it kind of gets annoying. So, and I gave up after season three. I gave up when they were in quote unquote Tooele. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no. Yep. All right. Well, that wraps us up for re-reddit. Draft, draft, boom. Draft, draft, boom. This week is going to be, I forgot for a second. Somebody remind me. Adam Sandler. <laughs> Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> there we go. Wow, we even have Adam Sandler here with us. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. So we are going to draft Adam Sandler movies. And um, if you've never listened with us before, the this is a draft where we pick a, in this case, movie and each taking turns. In the last round, we're going to pick the boom, which is the bad one that's going to tank the other person's team to make it not sound such like a good team as it was what once was. I can't talk good. All right. And I am up first. So... I think there's a clear 101. I'm just curious if you guys think there is one. I See, I, I'm kind of glad that I'm not number one because I think there's a 1A, 1B, and I don't think you could go wrong with either one of them. Yeah. It's funny because, so I will say, as I've gotten older, there, there was, like, I had one slated above another. Mm-hmm. And as I've gotten older, they've switched. One has become Whoa. two, and two has become one. Wow, I, this is like a mind-bending revelation that you've just shared with me because, yeah, there was always a definitive because I was always like, eh, either yeah. one is fine. I like, I tend to like this one more, but this one is yeah. okay too. And he was, and Jeremy was always like, no, number one, number two. Yeah, I was always on the opposite camp as you uh-huh. when it came to that. Now I'm on the same camp as you. So Ooh. with that, Brett, well, I would say, which one do you think I'm going to pick? But then the price is wrong. Exactly. That's what I'm picking. Happy Gilmore. Yeah. For, I, I, we would have massive discussions, and I'm just like, explain to me why Billy Madison is better than Happy Gilmore. And he would just be like, it's just, you have Veronica Bond. One, two, touch the Heidi. And, a, you know, he'd sit there and just go through a whole bunch of things. You have, you know, the, uh, we are now dumber for having heard that thing. And he'd just go on it. I'm like, but Happy Gilmore, like that was like all, my only defense because I was just like, it's just fun. And I think the whole reason that I have switched is purely because I, there's one metric in my mind that's a made up metric that uh, has made Happy Gilmore better than Billy Madison. And that was rewatchability. Ah, Rewatchability yeah. is huge in my day and age because oh, yeah. I don't have a lot of time. So I want to watch something that's worth rewatching. 
That so. makes sense. Yeah. I think rewatchability plays a huge factor in likability of a movie too. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I can like a movie. There's plenty of movies. I like. I rate a lot of my movies on IMDb. And well, like, what is it? What was that one movie that uh, we always reference? The uh, the one where he forgets certain things. Oh, Memento. Memento. Fantastic movie. That is a great movie. You can only watch that movie once. Yes. Yes. I 100%. I have tried to watch it a second time, <laughs> and I have failed miserably. Uh, Happy Gilmore kind of motivated me to golf a little bit, too. Oh, really? I didn't know you were a golfer. I mean, I'm not anything pro, but I'm very much a novice. But it's like, whenever I play, it's like, I think Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Like, that is that is the one-on-one. You know what? I bet that movie did actually help golf in some way. I bet you it has to have. So when, what was it? So even though that movie had been out for years, like when I was working at the video department at uh, Harmon's, uh, they would, ha- they wanted us to play like brand new movies, especially Disney movies. Uh-huh. And I would put on, you know, I was just like, I don't do Disney movies. So I would <laughs> uh, just put on some random stuff and people are just like, oh, well, what's this movie? I'm like, oh, it's Armageddon. And oh, it's this movie. And I was, and so one time I just decided, you know, like, you know what? I know it's an old movie. I'm putting in Happy Gilmore. And this like el- this 80-year-old guy comes up and he just kind of walks towards the TV and just starts watching it. And he starts visibly shaking. And I just thought it was like an old guy shake. And he, he turns to his wife and he just yells, that's not how you gall. <laughs> Happy Gilmore actually made him legitimately angry. That's so funny. <laughs> Yep, because it was an instructional video is what it was. Exactly, exactly. <sighs> All right, Criddle, you're on the well, clock. Well, I guess I'll take your number two and <laughs> go with that Billy Madison. Shampoo is better. No, conditioner. Quit staring at me, Swan. I guess we should just do quotes from these movies, so I need to do one <laughs> as well. You already did The Price is Wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, I'm trying to think of... She shouldn't have been standing there. <laughs> I can't believe you, can't believe you hit that guy. Twenty bucks, do it again. <laughs> or yeah, he shouldn't have been standing there. <laughs> okay, Brett, you you got two quotes to do. Oh boy, this is gonna be hard. This is oh. a new challenge. Mm, I like this. Mm. Okay. Um, all right. So my movie number th- my to me. This one is actually a higher on my, because of rewatchability, a higher than Billy Madison, even though Billy Madison, I do think is a little bit better of a movie. It is, uh, I, I will do the, uh, the, my quote, which is, calm down, sir. I am calm. <laughs> it's like, what's wrong with you people? What do you mean, you people? <laughs> Not you people. <laughs> Not you people. <laughs> and that is anger management. Oh, That is a good movie. I took a date to anger management once and I'd seen it. I'd already seen it one time. And at the end of the movie, we walk out and she just goes, that was very crude. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, we are on our last date. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't even remember the crudeness. I mean, there was definitely some, I guess, especially the uh, anger management, like, uh, not club. <laughs> what is it called? <laughs> you know, the group. Yeah. The group. Yeah. <laughs> there's some crudeness there but yeah I mean, Adam, every Adam Sadler movie's got some kind of crudeness yeah absolutely I mean there's a there's one I mean even I'm not gonna say it but yeah I think that movie even has like a slight bit even though it's a family friendly one mm-hmm. alright what do you got for your next one alright my next one oh, uh, 
I'm I'm worried about this line just because. Anyway, I will say it. And if you'd like me to re-edit it out and put something else in, I will. But it is like, and then he got kicked by an angry midget. <laughs> That's the movie I was thinking of. Is um, bedtime stories. Bedtime stories. Yes. I do enjoy bedtime stories. I didn't think I'd like it. And it is just, it's a fun family movie. And it is also funny. You know what? That movie, I I don't know. Is it just me? But I feel like Russell Brand brought a lot to that movie. Yes. Which I don't really say very often about Russell Brand about anything. No. Less is more. Yeah, exactly. And I think he's he's just one of those characters that is goofy enough, but he yeah he shouldn't be the main person. Like Doctor Nefario, I for years I had no idea that that was Russell Brand. Oh yes, yeah, exactly. That's such a weird thing that he was Doctor Nefario in Despicable Despicable Me. Um, but yeah, Bedtime Stories is a great, great movie. I'm curious of what you're gonna pick next, Criddle. Oh gosh, did I snipe any of yours? Um, I actually had anger management and, and I actually had bedtime stories too. Yep. I, my list, I'm going through them right now and weeding them out. The ones that have been picked and it is reduced significantly. I'm going to go. I really enjoyed this movie growing up. I don't really have a quote cause I haven't seen it in a long time, but, uh, big daddy, big ah. daddy. Oh, well, I know. Oh man. What is it? Oh, the, Microsoft went down three points. <laughs> I was thinking of like the uh, dent dinging the the canned stuff. Yeah, that's whatever. what I'm talking oh, about. Yeah. Where he throws it down. Sure. Microsoft went down three points. <laughs> I wipe my own. <laughs> yeah. And then there was one other one that I was just thinking of. Oh, well, of course, the classic one. I have the CD of this. <laughs> and so it's funny. I would love the fact that on the CD, they played the music that was played in the movie. But then like every third track was a quote. And <laughs> one of the ones is like, what what is your five year plan? Don't die. <laughs> is that the right? You said Big Daddy, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Making sure I was like, wait a minute, did I just jump movies? But yeah. And then loose skin, and I'll let you leave the, <laughs> the blank. All right. Um. So now it's me, and then I got to figure out a quote for mine. And then right now, I feel like the movies that are left are somewhat on equal playing ground, and. And so now, well, at least for me, mm-hmm. do I pick yeah. that one, that one, that one, that one, that one? Okay, I'm eliminating those two. This is this is where Adam Sandler does well, is he does a lot of consistently like decent movies. Yeah. His his upper ones, I'd agree with our our first picks: Happy Gilmore, Billy Massinger, Management. Those would say I would say those are my top three. So good job, us. Um. Oh my gosh, this is hard. Are you guys already <laughs> locked and loaded? I'm yes, I am. I I, I have uh, <laughs> my locked and loaded one, and I have two standbys just in case it gets sniped. Okay. All right. I like this one for rewatchability. I'm gonna go with it. I'm trying to remember a quote from it. Um, I don't know a quote from it. This is really bad, but I'm gonna go with just go with it. No, that was my. The one that I was going to go next. I like that movie. I mean, <laughs> how do you mean you don't know a quote? Like the, that, the title is like a quote. Just go with it. Yeah, just go with it. I mean, I'm trying to, I remember a lot of like half quotes from, especially he, 
the the Germanish guy <laughs> when he goes off on his long spiels of stuff. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> like, what doesn't he like? He tell the girl that he does a goat farm or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. This is good. This is where the wheel is good, where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm going to pick... I'm going to pick uh, grown-ups. I was waiting for you. I, I was surprised that you... You know, I'm glad that you went with just go with it first because you would have given me hope <laughs> that... Uh, and so, yeah, you dashed my hope with that first pick. So I'm glad that you didn't go grown-ups first because... Yeah, that would have been like a hope dasher, just like what happened to Tim just a second ago. <laughs> yeah, I. It was a hard pick for that grown ups one. Um, I I mean I love the movie. It is definitely rewatchable. A quote from that movie would be maze. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. Anyway, Criddle, you're back on the clock. Okay, is this? Do we have one more pick after this? We have, yes, this is, so after you pick this one, you have one more. Well, it's the boom pick. So this is your last good one. Last good one. I have two. Just for nostalgia, and I remember watching this growing up a lot, it does annoy some people, but I enjoyed it. Um, It's The Water Boy. Oh, I like The Water Boy. Now that's high quality H2O. (laughs) Gatorade. (laughs) No, you're drinking the wrong stuff. Gatorade. (laughs) Yep. Water sucks. It really, really sucks. So. All right. Um, my last normal pick. I'm I'm actually glad that neither one of you I'm, picked this can one. Can I guess it? Yes. Since this is the last good one. Uh-huh. Are you gonna do uh kind of like oh I don't know if this is a quote from the movie or it's just this guy's quote. You're looking at me all wrong. Are you, I, I can't uh, think of the quote. Um, what about, oh, gosh. That's Hawaiian Punch? No, he's <laughs> Click. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Click I, is, I was trying to do a quote from, what's his name? Um, Christopher Walken. Yeah. Point. Click. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like Click. It's like, that was my next one that I was going for. If uh, I lost, obviously I lost Just Go With It because I love Just Go With It because Jennifer Aniston, like, she was the dumpy girl in the thing and he was dating a supermodel uh-huh. and it, that was his you know like fallback girl that was ah uh, oh, that's just so that great. he didn't even notice exactly i love like uh, so since we're done with all the good picks uh-huh. everybody did a good job here i don't feel like anybody <laughs> i had honorable mentions i had Waterboy still on there well actually with this list, the only thing that was left on my list that you guys didn't pick is Airheads. Okay. And that was just because I did enjoy that movie as a kid. And for those, I'm that sure... It was you, on Comedy Central all the time. All the time. But I'm sure a lot of people, listeners, haven't list, watched it. It's a great movie with Brendan Fraser. I, I, what is this? Brendan Fraser? Something yeah. like that. Fraser. Adam Sandler and Steve Buscemi are in a band. <laughs> they take a radio station hostage so that they'll play their, their song. So... And a lot more SNL cast besides just those. Those okay. well, I guess Adam Sandler was the only SNL guy from there. But there's a lot more in that movie, like Chris Farley. I had some honorable mentions too. Um, I had the wedding singer, um, for just backup, backup, backup purposes. Grown Ups Two. Um, I haven't seen this movie yet, but it looks good. Hustle. 
Oh, 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 I forgot about Hustle. Hustle is amazing. Uh, Mr. Deeds. I would say Hustle is the first serious movie of Adam Sandler's that I have enjoyed. I had to watch Spanglish for a humanities class when I was in college. And, you know, if I wanted to watch an Adam Sandler's movie, that would not be one that I would watch willingly. But as a humanities credit report, I'm like, it's not that bad of a movie. I haven't seen it for that very reason. I got burned by his very first serious movie. Oh, uh, Punch. Yeah, yeah Punch Drunk Club. Yeah. yeah. Um, All right. Yeah, sadly, he, here is my, uh, you know, I guess, lists. And, and you can definitely tell that I was like at the bottom of the barrel. Well, not bottom of the barrel, but my next one would have been Murder Mystery because I did thoroughly enjoy oh, yeah. that one. I forgot about that one. But then the other two that I have is Dirty Work because he plays Satan <laughs> and uh, Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo because he plays just a very bit minor part in that. And because I'm like, there's... There's no other, like, you were listing off, like, Mr. Deeds. I remember watching it with Jeremy when we were kids, and I was like, what is this show that I'm watching? I don't like it. <laughs> I was I was tempted to pick a Hot Chick, because even though he's doing it as a bit part, the movie's great, but it really wasn't an Adam Sandler-ish movie. So, I, the spirit of the draft, I picked mm-hmm. those movies I picked. We all had good picks. Yeah, I agree. All right, so for the boom for Jeremy... I'm going to, I, I don't think, I think you might be surprised with what I'm going with because I, I will probably end up with this pick being gifted to me or the one that I didn't do gifted to me. But uh, Jack and Jill. That's a bad one. Yeah, that is a bad one. But it's one. not it's the one that I would have <laughs> picked for me as the, the 101 of the negatives. That's got a low score. I've never seen it. It's got a low score. IMDb. Yeah, it's bad. I mean... Adam Sandler finally tried his hand at playing a female. <laughs> so didn't work. It didn't though. work. Yeah. 3.3 3 on IMDb. Oof. And I'm surprised Al Pacino. You know, sometimes I wonder, I'd like to know which movies um, were the movies that the actor was contracted to do regardless. Cause you know how that, I guess they signed like a, a package deal. Like we're going to do five movies with this production company. Yeah. I'd like to know which one, was the one that they were forced into doing with the, you know, against their will, but they're contracted to do it. So I'd like to know that. Cause if that would, I bet that would be out one of Al Pacino's. Yeah. That'd be, it'd be interesting to find some of that stuff out. All right. Criddle, you give to Brett now. Yep. Okay. Uh, I was going to pick Jack and Jill. Ooh, God, just a bullet there. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'll just go with don't mess with the Zohan. Uh, okay. <laughs> I just barely looked that up on fi- on uh, IMDb. 5.3. I will take don't mess with the Zohan over Jack and Jill. <laughs> I, I I burned it from my my mind. Don't mess with the Zohan. There's very little I remember about that movie. Uh-huh. And it's the same with Jack and Jill, honestly. I There's only remember. Reason. <laughs> yeah. It's like I got other important things to remember, not that. Um, That leaves me with like the one I want to give you. And it's just, to me, it's just so bad, but uh, do I just give it to you or is there something else worth making it more fun to give? I'm just going to give you, I'm just going to give it to you. Punch truck love. It's yours. <laughs> Brett, <Yeah>. or Cradle. <laughs> so 
I don't know. That was, I have to tell you. So at the time I was like on a Adam Sandler high when that movie came out. So I was like, I'm going to watch every single Adam Sandler movie that's ever existed. Watch that movie. I am not going to watch every single Adam Sandler <laughs> movie that ever exists. Which I feel as though like around that time, was it before or after was Eight Crazy Nights? And I feel as though it's you're, around the same time, you yeah. were like, I don't think I'm going to watch that one. And I was surprised because I'm like, well, it's a cartoon. You're still a kid. Like, you know, what What? What don't you like? it? And I think you got burned by Punch Drunk Club yeah. and you're just like, no. And I eventually did watch Eight Crazy Nights and it wasn't great. See, that was on one of my booms, was Eight Crazy Nights. Mm-hmm. And Little Nicky, Pixels, and Hubie Halloween. Yeah, Hubie Halloween was not good. I mean, it. the other characters were fine. Adam Sandler's character was terrible. So what was the other one besides Hubie? Pixels. Oh, Pixels. That was enjoyable-ish. Like, yeah. it was bad, but it was like, eh. With the list that we've given with Jack and Jill, Punch Drunk Love, and Don't Mess with the Zohan, I'd rather watch Pixels than all of those. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, that we picked the best ones. And, and then I, ones. I've never seen Funny People. I don't know if that's oh, I haven't either. Any good? I'll also, um, I was tempted of giving the movie Blended because me and my wife watched that, and that was a, I did not like that movie, especially because. They sing the same like song. See, I over got, and over and I over got again. a kick out of Terry Crews yeah. in Blended. I like it. It wouldn't be. A, it's to me. It's one of those. It doesn't deserve to be on a boom, but it doesn't deserve to be drafted mm-hmm. either. <laughs> it's in the gray area. Exactly. And then I was, I was kind of surprised. Me and Taylor watched a while back ago the movie The Do Over, the Netflix original movie uh-huh. that he did with uh, David Spade. That movie was surprisingly not terrible. <laughs> And it was enjoyable, but I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of a weird place. It's like a four out of one through ten. Like it's eh, it's not terrible, but yeah, Adam Sandler's done some great stuff, but he's definitely on his downhill slope. Like it's he's been on it for a while. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm grateful to see that we got uh, Murder Mystery Two in post production, according mm-hmm. to IMDb. So that's that's fun. Yeah, I'm not so excited about this. You are so in, not invited to my bat, bat mitzvah. mitzvah. Oh, it's bat mitzvah. Isn't oh, it? so I wonder if that's going to be like a spinoff of Hotel Transylvania. Or is that how you spell? I don't know. Is in, in Yiddish or whatever. I don't know. Is that how you spell bar mitzvah? Maybe. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, let's move on to our one recommendation. So I will get us started off. So my recommendation is not a, a typical one for our show. I am going <laughs> to recommend that this is weird to say, but I'm going to back it up. I'm going to recommend everybody fly Southwest Airlines. <laughs> and this is and this recommendation is not for the people who who fly first class, business class. This is for those who sit back in steerage like normal people. And the reason for that is, I am just so fed up with Delta and American Airlines. Delta, they they put that little tiny TV on in front of the a chair in front of you, so they force you into it. So that's number one that I don't like, that they force you into using that. They don't have the Wi-Fi that Southwest has that says, hey, on your own device, your computer, your laptop, your phone, you have access to watching all these movies on your device at your leisure. And so, and also... Guess what? When the pilot and the stewardess make a or flight attendant make an announcement, 
we don't interrupt you because it's we can't control that over the Wi-Fi. So that is great. So you get to not even know that they're pitching sales for their credit cards and thanking you for like taking a five minute thank you for flying their airlines. I don't even know those things exist because I'm in my zone listening, watching my movie on my device. So that's fantastic. And so that's the thing I hate about Delta is they interrupt you constantly with all those announcements like, stop talking, I'm watching a movie. This turbulence that you just experienced is brought to you by. (laughs) And then, so the second thing is why I'm mad at Delta for also forcing you into their TV is they, I mean, this just goes to show maybe this, this is me. I don't know. But so these wire things that are connected to our headphones right now, I don't typically have these around with me. They require you to hardwire in into the head jack. And so most of my stuff is Bluetooth. So if I go onto the airplane with a Bluetooth, I'm out of luck. Now they do still hand out those little earbuds, but I don't want to. I don't oh, no. want to. I don't want to. Especially the noise canceling. You have all that background noise of the airplane. So Southwest has just got it right. They put in everything on their Wi-Fi. The seats are the exact same from airplane to airplane. I can't tell you a difference between them. So Interesting. So, so that's why I say so. And not only that, if you look at the price comparison from Delta to Southwest, it's huge. Southwest is much cheaper. I mean, I was always pro uh, JetBlue just because of the... The leather seats? Yeah, the leather seats mm-hmm. and, you know, whatever. But uh, I haven't flown... I, I Whenever I fly, it's like the cheapest mm-hmm. flight possible. And so I just experience like just, you know, dread... The other recommendation I have is for Southwest is if you get their credit card, if you're a points person, their points go much further than Delta's by a mile. You can get some flights for about 5,000 points. One way, of course. So round trip, 10,000. Checking Jeremy's stock portfolio. Delta. (laughs) (laughs) Where where Delta, I've seen uh, one way is about 25,000 points. Uh. So, yeah, I will stop recommending that to the point where I'm like beating it to death. But yes, Southwest is where it's at. I know that they all hurt us like cattle. We don't have assigned seats or anything like that. I don't care. All right. Anybody else got a recommendation? Um, I'll bring my recommendation full circle. Okay. And recommend everybody fart in public. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make it a norm. Yeah. Social well, norm. This is like just everybody water in. Mm, nobody even notices. <laughs> oh, who crop dusted? it? <laughs> but if it's social norm, nobody would say anything. Yeah, just exactly. Like, you'd just be like, somebody crop dusted. Oh, I man, think. you might want to check your diet. That's all they would say. Like, just saying this as, you know, passerby, you might want to get that checked out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So my recommendation, I just barely finished season three of Lock and Key. And I kind of don't recommend it. I, I, here's the thing. Dodge is the best villain. She was like what we were talking about. So hateable. Uh huh. And obviously they, you know, if you haven't watched it, they do defeat her at the end of series two. And I feel as though they were like on their way with this revolutionary war guy. And I feel, I honestly don't think that they're like, oh, this is this isn't going well. You know what? Let's bring her back. Let's bring her <laughs> back for a while. 
And so, you know, they have a time travel key and they bring her back for a while. And it's just like, and then here to me, here's the other thing why I kind of don't, I think the third series is not good is the first two series, 10 episodes, series three, eight episodes. Hmm. And I feel as though they were struggling just to get the eight episodes. See with me, like, I feel like writers sometimes have or write too much in their movies. Like, I mean, not in their movies, but they write so much that they're just drawing blanks all the time. Maybe that's how I perceive it. But I think sometimes they need like a non-writer to step in and just say, what would you like to see? And I'm like, honestly, play with the keys more. Yeah. That's what season two was missing playing with the keys. And it bugged the crap out of me. I was like, I'm here to watch the keys a well, lot. This, the other stuff is interesting, and I want you to fight the bad guys. No, and and here's the thing, I for ever since the first series, I was always just like use the mirror key, trap people, trap uh-huh. trap all the evil people in the mirror. And all throughout the second series, nothing happened. They never revisited the mirror key ever again. The, uh, then the, the third series, I will give you a, a, a hint. They actually use it the way I would use it. I'm like, all of this bad stuff has happened. Why is it now that you just decided to use this mirror key? And do you know what I think is bad writing is, and I think this is in lock and key throughout first season all the way to the end, is the lack of communication between characters. Like they're doing stuff and not telling each other that I have done this and this is what happened. Like that's what I assume most families or friends or anybody would do. Like, hey, guess what, guys? I did this with this key and this is what happened. And they don't communicate that. And so there's just a lot of like unknowns between people. Like I know this, but he doesn't know. This. Oh, and it continues on to series three where you're just like, there was one point in time where I'm just like, oh, everybody knows that this just happened because like you'd be stupid. And it's not like this takes place in like the 1980s or 70s or even or the 90s where, you know, we didn't have cell phones and we're able to text people and be like, oh, heads up, this happened. Everybody has cell phones. And, mm-hmm. and then it's just like, Somebody pops up, they're like, why are you here? And they're like, you should know that. Why don't you know that? I was telling my my son a while back that my opinion is that there's a reason that these movies and TV shows these days are not created in the modern era as much as they should be, kind of, if you ask me. And that's because of modern technology. It's hard to write around. Like, because of that very reason, like, Stranger Things, if you that took place in modern day, of course, it would be a whole different thing. But like all the different communication devices, the Internet, social media, I think that's a bummer to write around. Well, yeah, because I mean, just think about it. Like a story takes, takes place in the 80s. You have if you are out in public or whatever, you are trying to find a payphone and then you have to be, you know, hope that there is a quarter that you could mm-hmm. find to use it where it's just like, oh, my gosh, this has happened. Boop, beep, boop, boop. Hey, um, uh, Jason, deranged killer, is uh, heading down Fifth Avenue. Uh, you, you just might want to just uh, make your way by that. Yep, I'm gonna film it and put it on Twitter. Exactly. And, or I, I'm gonna Instagram. I'm gonna uh, YouTube live this. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, and that's my opinion: is writers like to shy away from modern <laughs> technology for that very reason. Mm-hmm. I would agree. But there was a movie recently that I I was I applauded them. I'm trying to remember what it was. Oh, it was Batman. And how they use social media. I applaud him for that. Mm-hmm. That was very... Have you seen Batman yet? Mm-hmm. That was very ingenious. So that was a good job doing the modern day with it. Because honestly, it is kind of humorous that 
when they do modern movies, how little cell phone internet usage that they do. It's all like it's like we want to do it modern, but let's pretend that don't exist right now. Well, not only that, but like one of the things that they kept on doing in Lock and Key, which I don't see people in real life do, is they're just they will take their phone, they will like look at a message, they will put it on a table, and then they will walk away. They're just like, oh man. Uh, and then it buzzes and somebody's and trying to tell them something. And it's just like, I mean, I swear most people just walk around with it in their in their pockets uh-huh. most of the time. Yep. Yep. I mean, now I guess, you know, with the update, you could say, you know, it's on sleep mode. That's so. true. But then there's the whole explanation like, oh, it's on do not disturb. And everybody has to understand what that means. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm not an Android user, Ooh, so I don't know. That's what they should. That's what uh, the next horror movie should be. Entitled. Do not disturb. It's called Do Not Disturb. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be a hard movie to write. I feel like. <laughs> well, no, it'll be uh, just you know your standard scream horror movie, but everybody's cell phone is set to Do Not Disturb. Because oh, it's at night and when everything's taking place and <laughs> everything's going to. Everybody's just like texting each other come on why aren't you oh it's on do not disturb oh yeah it shows up on the little bottom and says this person is on on phones on silent no he's coming for you next (laughs) (laughs) there you go apple's gonna fund that since this is their their creation yeah apple yeah (laughs) go nuts yeah well i think that concludes our day with you go and have fun get out of here get get get